0: Hello and welcome to Ramsort Podcast.
2: I'm sorry if you just heard Jamie talking Then I don't think he knew that I'd start the broadcast. Uh, welcome back. We're, we're doing a little bit of a transfer special today. Um, we've each identified players from four different positions that we think Derby should sign. So we've looked at the squad. We've seen that fullbacks, centre-backs, wingers and strikers are what Derby need the most. Uh, if you disagree with that, let us know. But that's what we think. And we've each picked out three players from those positions. So one player is our prime first pick. So a player that's, you know, at the top of their game or at their prime age. Uh, A realistic signing that they think we should sign. And then a young lad slash gamble who uh, I think it could make people laugh. So with me today to discuss all of these players uh, and guys who've done a lot of research. So very grateful for that. First off, Chris Matthews Redwoods. How are you, Chris?
3: Mate, I'm all good. Can I just say my deep research lasted ten minutes because it was ten minutes ago I was I was I was coming on, but yeah, I'm all prepped and ready.
2: Chris is a late substitution so yeah thank you for coming on Chris it's it's helped a lot Uh, I've also got a very very warm welcome to a guy who has just officially joined the podcast been on before you'll recognize him um Callum put a tweet out last week and everyone thought we were announcing a signing for Derby unfortunately not but it's a great one for us uh Adam Titley how are you mate
1: I'm great mate how are you (laughs)
2: <laughs> i'm very good thank you i'm very good uh, and last but certainly not least mr hat trick at pride park himself jamie page how are you yeah i'm good i'm gonna live off that for a few years um
4: i don't know what that noise was there but, uh, <laughs> yeah no very good and a very interesting concept jake so thanks for uh using your brain on this one
2: It's all right. It's all right. Right. So I've put myself first, as Chris, as he said, has only done about 10 minutes of research because he's a late sub. Uh, So I've gone for fullbacks. So I've picked three players that I think Derby should sign. Now, one of them has been linked with us before. One of them has played for us before. And one of them is a complete wild card uh, that I've found by scouring the internet for players that might fit the bill. Uh, So my first one to pitch to all the listeners and all of you guys is... Darnell Fisher. And now I mentioned this to Jamie earlier and he wasn't a big fan of him being my prime pick, but he's 29 years old. Uh, He's played for Borough. He's played for Preston. He's played for Rotherham and he's a right wing back. Uh, He had a major knee injury in summer 2021 and he hasn't really played in two years. He actually came back for the last game of the season for Borough, Um, but he's on a free. He's got great quality in the championship. He might have lost a yard of pace, but he's still quick. And the other player that I looked at was a guy called Sean Clare, who's also been linked. But I think he's a little bit too defensive for that role. Um, Jamie, you know, Darnell Fisher, I, I think he'd be a great signing for us. Uh, I think with a full preseason, he's got a great time to come back into the team. Uh, it, he's fully healed now. He's ready for football. What do you think?
4: Yeah I mean so you told me your your prime and your realistic and I probably would have them the other way around I think that was the only thing that I wanted to to say in that regard I'm not going um am not going to spoil who your realistic signing is but <laughs> yeah I think he he fits the category definitely um of someone that we 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 could sign I suppose my only worry and it's probably going to be a worry that we say for a lot of players that we mention um over the over the course of this episode but you know, can he stay injury free? We need people that can that can stay injury free. It's not always something that you can rely on, but you do look at those previous injuries and say, well, you know, out of potentially X, Y and Z, this player's been out for six months, this player's been out for three months. So I think as long as he can stay injury free, like you say there, have a good pre-season behind him. He's in that age category that Warren said that, that he wants to, to kind of bring in. So yeah, potentially could be a, a good one. And I imagine there'll be a lot of clubs interested, interested in him so I, I guess it's one of those that if we if we were going to go for a player like that similar to I suppose how we would go to a lot of players that we mentioned we are going to have to fend off Championship and, and League One clubs for, for their signatures.
2: We will, we will and it's important he is ex-Rotherham and I think that's going to pop up quite a lot over the course of this episode. Um, so my second player is Hayden Roberts. Who'd have thought? i put him down as the realistic one. He's been released by Brighton. He's available on a free. Paul Warren came out and said he, he really likes him. Um, he's a big fan of him. Um, you know, obviously, we, I don't need to explain too much because we've all seen him, um, but he's strong defensively. He can grow in that offensive sort of side of the pitch. I think over the course of the season, he started to grow in those positions. Um, and he can play at centre-back as well. And he's got experience playing internationally for England under-18s. He was solid at 21. Um, so I can't see why he wouldn't be solid at 22. Um, Chris, is is Hayden Roberts a man you'd want to see back?
3: Yeah, definitely. I think he was um, probably our most successful loan last season. Well, I'd say probably he was our most successful loan last season, wasn't he? Um, and I think... He knows the club now. Um, I think he mentioned quite a few months ago that Derby felt like home. So it would be a very true, a very, a very good, good signing of one that makes com- complete sense. Let's hope so. Let's hope
2: so. Yeah, and I think I think a lot of Derby fans would think the same thing. It'd be nice to have him back. And my final one. Uh, is a player that I found while scouring the internet. I was just having a look around. I was looking at different leagues. I'd seen, uh, if anyone saw the craziness in the Bundesliga 2 yesterday, where all the Hamburg fans invaded the pitch and then Heidenheim scored two goals after 90 minutes uh, to send them to the top of the
3: league and knock
2: Hamburg down to the playoffs. Uh, and I started- Can I just say, Jake,
3: very, very quickly, <laughs> please do not ask my opinion on this player. Adam, I feel really sorry for you. <laughs>
2: So, so I saw that and I saw a comment uh, where someone had said the same thing happened in, in the three league, the third division as well. So I was just having a little scout around in the three leaguer, see what players are about. And I bumped into a player called Yannick Rochelt, right? Uh, and he plays or well, he played in the three league, So the third division in Germany, they won the league. Uh, He played either at left wing back or at left wing. He's 24. He came through Bayern Munich's academy. He had a little stint in non-league with a team called Ulm, which I didn't even know was a word. Uh, He got 12 goals, 13 assists in the third tier in Germany. Could use both feet. I had a quick look at his stats. He won 80% of his tackles as well. Uh, watched a couple of clips because I'm really sad and I've nothing else to do. Um, and he seems like a hard worker. He's quite quick. Obviously, it's it's not a great division, but it's, he's he's quick and he's a bit of a wild card. Um, and I think I, I love it, Adam. When when we sign wild cards, players out the blue, players you've never heard of. You bring some random one in. You know, for for every Camel Yushviak, there's a Gregor Srajak, uh, as as the saying goes. Um, so yeah, I mean. Would you want Derby to bring in players that are not
1: necessarily well-known? No, to be honest. <laughs> I think we're in a position now where, to be frank, where obviously we've seen the player final today, Derby have to be going for automatics next season. If we're signing players are unknown, there's a big risk there that if they don't come off, we then have to then go and re-sign more players in January that are proven. So I think that would be my worry. I want to sign proven players that can perform in this division and in the championship as well, because that's what we've got to be aiming for. So, to be frank, it'd be a big risk in the position we're in. If we were sat mid-table in the championship, then yeah, go for it. These players might come off and might have a return value or might push us up in the division. But now we're in a position where we've got to go further. So, signing unknown players, a big gamble, could come off brilliantly, but a big gamble in the position we're in. To play
2: devil's advocate, so there's a player that came to mind straight away. Uh it's Mad Stuel Anderson at uh, um at Barnsley. He was in aber
3: wasn't he? Yeah.
2: Yeah, Mad Stuell <laughs> Anderson at Barnsley. Uh, and he was unbelievable in the playoff final. I know they lost, but he was phenomenal for the whole game. And they signed him from a, a team called Horsons in Denmark. Uh this I don't know how much they signed him for, uh, because it doesn't say here. But again, he's a a, a random sign-in, uh, I mean, I know what you mean. I know where you're coming from, but I don't know, Jamie. Uh, I know you're a man who likes risks, right? Do you think that Derby needs to take a couple of calculated risks? Look, I'm all up for go like <laughs> look. The last bald
4: derby county manager, I think, well well mainly bald, Jim Smith. He went on a trip to Costa Rica, didn't he? And and brought back Paolo Onechop and Solis and also brought in Poom and you know these players came in and and they they changed the fortune of our club now i wouldn't want him to, you know him to go out the recruitment team to go out and and put all of the eggs in that basket but we do love we do love an overseas player coming in and and finding their their feet abdul kamara springs to mind <laughs> and that, that song at qpr away where he scored that that uh, that goal but yeah i think to kind of echo your point there for every Yosviak, there is a Raziak, but of recent years, I just think of Josviak, Mike Tverik, um, Al Bentosa as well. All players that that came and and just couldn't settle in. So I think I'd have one or two, but I wouldn't be going all out. I think there's there's definitely enough playing in this in this uh, pyramid and and at this level that we can we can kind of rely on.
2: Let's hope so, mate. Let's hope so. And yeah, I'd be surprised if Mark Thomas was taking flights to Germany to watch non league football. Um, But yeah, well, I don't even think it's non league, actually. But anyway, Chris, right, we're on to you now. We're going from full backs to centre backs. I know I picked two left backs and a right back because it was quite hard. Nice and easy centre half. Who are your choices?
3: So can I just confirm we're going for prime, realistic, and then young and up and coming? Yes. Right. So prime. Uh, Wes Harding I think fairly obvious choice um, he's at Rotherham Warren obviously knows him versatile on the right hand side so he can play at right centre back and right and right back um, definitely a Warren type of player and I think he's probably if if there were bets on derby transfer he's probably one of the favourites to join us um, and yeah he's just the sort of player we need in 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 my opinion. From what I've seen clips of him uh ten minutes before I came on the, the, the pod. Uh, he's no nonsense. Um and he's the sort of player I think we need to get out of league League One he's not a ball playing centre half at all. He is a get he is a get your head head on it. Throw whatever you can um to block the ball and yeah I think we're I think we are probably Favourites to sign him and he's what we need in him. So that's my prime one. Um, I'll open it up to debate.
4: No, I God, think Jenny. it's fair. Yeah, I think it's fair. You saw me about to speak. Yeah, yeah I did. Um, <laughs> I think we're always going to come back to a, a Paul Warren type of player and, and that kind of Rotherham connection. And I think, yeah, you're exactly right there. Um, someone that he can rely on. Do we necessarily need ball playing? Centre backs at, at this level, probably not. I think rule one is keep the ball out of the back of the net. So uh, yeah, I think that's a that's a good shout, Chris.
3: Thank you. Um, right then, so <laughs> realistic, and I do think this one's realistic. Um, I think we won't be there, only club in from. I think there'll probably be about twenty, but he'd be a marquee signing. I think he'd be on a par with the um, Hurahan Ho- signing last summer. Um, I know it's been mentioned a lot, Sonny Bradley, uh, Luton. So I would say definitely past his prime, but can he dog? But can he do a job in League One? Absolutely. Um, he'll probably do a good job in the Championship as as well. But I think if we lost Cashin, it would sugar the pill a bit um, because he would come straight in, um, a natural Davis replacement, an experienced centre half. Um, and potentially captain material as well, I think. Um, I'm not a big fan of players coming in straight away and taking the captain's armband. Obviously, Davis is gone now, um, and I think Max Bird would be a little bit put out if he didn't get the captain's armband and someone else came in on on a free transfer and got it. But at this stage, I don't think we really care too much about players' feelings. It's about getting out of league one next season. So I think Sonny Bradley would be army marquee signing of the summer um so yeah thoughts on that one
2: yeah so i i, I agree with you, chris i think we need a leader i think we need a real leader i know davis was that player davis has gone now um and I, I think it was it chris baird who came in and got made captain straight away uh, and yes. that went terribly terribly wrong um but I can see this being different. I mean, I, I can't see young 22-year-old Max Bird kicking off because he hasn't been given the captaincy. I think he's done a good job as vice-captain. I wouldn't be surprised if he stayed as vice-captain. Um, when a player like Sonny Bradley who, who led, well, I think he led Luton up at the the first time of asking when he signed. Uh, he led them up from League One to the Championship and then you know he's he's not played as much but as club captain they've now been promoted to the premier league so he's got to be doing something right um everyone that's spoken about him says he's a great influence behind the scenes and he's not a bad player as well um he's not as tall as i thought he was uh he's actually the same height as me which is quite concerning because i'm not massive um but when he plays he's he's quite an imposing center half and you know he's again he's not the best passer in the world but do we need that you know that's that's not necessarily what we need and if we keep cashing we've got him to play diagonals anyway so yeah that's a, a good choice chris
3: and what i what i would say on that on so on the previous two cents and halves can we can you imagine if we are playing Fort the black with two cents and halves wes harding and sonny bradley if we do lose do lose cash in for me that stand out the best centre half combination in the in the league So, moving on to my potential young up-and-coming player. So, this is very much reliant on if we can flex our muscles in the transfer window. He's a Peterborough lad. He's been um, just called up to the under-20s England World Cup squad. Um, And I really liked him when I saw him. It's Ronnie Edwards um, at Peterborough. Now, there seems to be, I don't know what's going on at Peterborough, but um, Johnson Clark Harris has put on the transfer list. So I think they need some funds. Um and if we can flex our muscles a bit, um, with a transfer embargo lifted, you know, would a cheeky five hundred K offer get him to us? I don't know. But from what I've seen of him this season, um he he could be a star of the star of the future. And if even if we only have him for one season, if we get up um with him and then he signs for a Premier League club. He's done his job for us, and not he? So I think Peterborough need funds. I think we could potentially splash the cash a bit with the right player. Um, And at 20 years old and then an under-20 England international, he's represented England um, from under-17s. Um, Yeah. Good player for
1: us. I think adding on to that, um, he's an experienced player as well. Uh, played pretty much all season for Peterborough as well. Obviously, like you mentioned, uh, the England call ups. It'd be a big marquee signing, but if we managed to keep cash in, like you said about Sonny Bradley and Wes Harden, what a partnership that would be at the back as well.
2: I'd also, on the
1: up and
3: coming player, like to just give a small mention to a player who I've really enjoyed watching this season He's called Jake Rooney. Um, mm. I think he potentially could be very good for, us, good for us next season, and it means we wouldn't have to spend money. But um, yeah. Ronnie Edwards for me would be a cracking sign in, as um Adam said, Marquee sign in. But I think I think personally War Warren's priority this summer, there are obviously other positions we need to fill, but centre back's huge. And if we can get two or three proper Paul Warren type centre half, bearing in mind that we'll probably be playing three, five, two next season, then cash in with Harding or Bradley or Edwards. I think we can be very pleased with our transfer business if two of those come in.
2: Good stuff, Chris. Good stuff. Yeah, three solid players. I think that's what we need, isn't it? I know you spoke about Jake Rooney, but he's a good player and he definitely will be a good player. But we need someone that's a little bit bigger, a little bit stronger, a little bit more experienced, especially if Aaron Cash ends up staying, which I really hope he does. But yeah,
3: good stuff. Good stuff. And and I will will put a caveat on that, Jake, with... um, Jake Rooney, I mean, he's he's five stone wet through, isn't he? <laughs> so, let's be honest, we're going to need some some bigger men than him. But if he gets on the weights in pre-season, you never know.
2: Yeah, if Jake really smashes the steroids in the gym for the next, like, two months and comes out looking like The Undertaker or something, I think, yeah, yeah, he'd be, he'd be good. But, yeah, he needs time. He's only young, isn't he? And I'm sure he'll get it. Right, can... Can
4: I um just add a quick play to centre-back? Because I, I want to talk about him just quickly. Obviously, being based in Cambridge, Cambridge United's my, I suppose, local club, so to speak. Plus. Um, and they've just... <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Fo- following the fame. Um, but they've just released uh, Lloyd-Jones, who got their... I mean, he swept up at their, their Player of the Year um, kind of evening. Uh, and I spoke to my friend Joe, who's a, a good... Um, Good guy, Cambridge United fan. And he's he's kind of put back to me that he's a six three, uh six foot three centre half, big and strong, athletic, good in the air, very comfortable with the ball, always looks to get the ball and step out from the back, best player by a country mile, and he wouldn't look out of place in any any side in, in League One. So I think potentially there's going to be a, a host of teams that are going to be after him. He's young, um, he's got his his uh you know his his career in front of him. So yeah, definitely one to to look out for. Lloyd Jones, who's just been released by Cambridge United
3: why has he been um released jamie just quickly? I, he's so good. yeah i
4: say i say released he's he's decided to move on so i think they've had a, a number of players um including one i'm potentially going to touch on as well um who have have decided to kind of move on and and not uh, not been given a not been given a contract well not signed a contract i guess so yeah interesting
2: one one to look out for see where he ends up Good stuff. Right, Adam, you may finally get your chance to uh, to talk about your three players. Are we done? Are we finished? No yeah, more centre-backs. <laughs> okay. Right, Adam, you're on winger duty, mate. Yeah. Who have you got?
1: Right, for my wingers, for my prime first pick, I was stuck between two players, but one of them could probably go into the realistic pick. For my prime pick, love him or hate him, after the news came out to week. don't know how reliable it is, £50,000 release clause experienced championship player Tom Ince we've had him before I'd bring him back again I know I know Chris don't put you in your hands but nine goals four assists this season is not a bad return for a Wingo who's at the back end of his career in the championship £50,000 I'd be up for putting the cash on him he, right, they, I, he, I, I, no doubt there's going to be clubs in the championship sniffing around oh, him and if we could get him then I think we've got a guaranteed player who's going to get us goals and assists
0: Picture the scene, all of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. I I completely agree, Adam, and I'm going to put
2: it to all of you. I think Tom Ince is one of our most underrated players of the last decade. (laughs) He consistently hit double figures for us every single season, went for over £10 million and so many fans. And and I'm sure the supporters that that still don't like him, but the people who sat around me were like, he's not smiling. Why doesn't he look happy? And and that was the reason why they didn't like him, even though he'd score like 15 goals in a season. I'd I'd love him. I'd love him, Adam. Honestly, I'd, I'd love to have him back. I don't know how well he'd suit Paul Warren's system of graft and run round, but he's got quality, hasn't he?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Jamie, Chris <laughs> Jamie, I've got
3: a, I've got a migraine coming on. Help!
4: <laughs> I mean, it's. Mm, I don't know. I, I'm one for. Uh, I love old players. I love old players. Chris Martin. I've wanted him back since is it well, you are forever. Right? But yeah, I am an old player. <laughs> um, but yeah, for me, I think the the horse is bolted within. So I, I don't think he's he's going to be. Uh, the, the way forward i'd much rather put our our money on something that's that's going to give us longevity um but I, I can see what you're saying i think the the thing is is that that release clause fifty thousand pounds it's not a lot of money he's obviously got the, the connection there but yeah not not for me unfortunately adam but it's a good shout
1: no, that's fair enough so for my realistic picks get more people on site. i've gone for a bit of a rogue one maybe but i thought like Derby, I'm going to think we're going to be looking at the lower divisions, bring a player up. And it's a bit of a rogue pick, but I've got two. I've got Ben Whitfield from Barrow, 27, at the end of his career. Sort of, not at the end, but he's getting to his prime. Quite small, but five goals, 12 assists this year. A bit of a stat merchant, I know I am. But at Barrow, five goals, 12 assists. Going to be a low price for a player who's got that many... Goal involvements at a team who are about mid lower table in League Two is pretty high. I think surely a player could probably do a job. Definitely in a pole one system where it's going to be hard graft. But I've also highlighted, it was maybe my prime first pick, was uh, a lad who was online from Crystal Palace at Charlton this season. Uh, I'm probably going to butcher this pronunciation, but Jessor Rak Saki, have I pronounced yeah, yeah, that yeah. right? I think I don't know. Yeah. baller <laughs> this season for Charlton. Absolute massive play of Charlton. Probably their best player of the season so far. And I reckon he's probably got another League One or lower half championship loan spanning him. And he's got a really good return from the winger position.
4: Yeah, I've got him. I actually had him um, written down to mention, I think there's going to be a host of championship clubs that will be they'll be sniffing around. And I think actually he could probably make that that jump up. You just hope maybe the Crystal Palace connection with us selling Ebeyoé and uh, Plange... I had to rack my reins there. Um, maybe that comes in comes in handy, but yeah, definitely a player that we should we should be after if if we can if he is going out on loan again.
3: I'll I'll, I'll jump in on that, Adam. Can I say brilliant brilliant research, crisp presentation? But you mentioned that you said the phrase 27 years old" and <laughs> almost at the end of his, <laughs> his career. Oh, no, first, first, after For all that i'm th- jamie and i th- well jamie's 32 now i'm f- i'm 31 um how dare you is all i just say <laughs> brilliant 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 analysis i'm not gonna um knock you for that um but yeah how dare
1: you I don't know. i'm the first one first one but i'll go for my future I you you plan.
3: sat in the morning oh sorry yeah.
1: <laughs> I'll go for my future young player. I struggled to find someone we could sign on a permanent probably that would not be snapped up by a club in a higher division, especially as a winger who's going to be getting goals and assists. I just thought their value would be too high. But in terms of getting a loan in, the most realistic one that I highlighted would probably be Amari Hutchinson on loan from Chelsea. Surely he's got to be calling first team football now. There's been a decent bit of hype around him. Obviously, I'm not going to claim that i watch him week in, week out. But definitely a pacey, tricky winger and another one that we could bring in. Hopefully, would hit the ground running. But again, this season, players probably that haven't had first-team experience before haven't exactly hit the ground running with us. And it's taken us a couple of games to get them going. But another one that I've highlighted, another former Derby player, Malcolm Eberway. Not got as many goal and assist returns as we thought he probably would do on loan at Hull. So, I think definitely a League One on loan could be on the cards for him. I've seen that we're linked, but once again, it's probably just a run of the real, run of the melt rumours. But that's my uh, that's my two prospects mm. to come on loan. Maybe just a future star.
2: Definitely two good players there, mate. Definitely two good players. I think. Um, how old is now? Is he what, 19? 19, 20, yeah. 19. That oh, past it. Yeah, I was going to say he's <laughs> eight years from the end of his career, isn't he? So, yeah, it's a riff. But no, no, they're two good players. I think uh, Amari Hutchinson, one of my best mates, is a, a Chelsea fan and he, he raves about him all the time. So, yeah, I think I think he'd definitely be a good signing.
1: I would like to mention there's a few frees that I think would be an injustice not to mention. Um, I know a former Forest player, but currently just released from Boris Sammy Amiobi. Always had a great game against Derby. I think definitely there might be another season in him. If need be. I know, I know. <laughs> but the other, the other ones I've got is I know he could play along the front three, but as a winger, Lucas Zhao. I know it's probably not realistic because I think he's a decent enough championship player, but he's on there. Jordan Graham from Birmingham, pretty underrated winger. And then Tom Rodgett from West Brom, who's not had the best of season for West Brom. What a player he was at Celtic. It's yeah, he was, wasn't
2: he? How long's your list? See. How many more players have you got? Well,
1: I got panicky that everybody had, would have like a really long list of players, so I backed it up. But now I feel bad if I don't mention the players I'd noted down.
4: I'm so surprised you didn't mention Mason Bennett, Adam.
1: <laughs> well, I've got Scott Malone written down there as well. No, I'm kidding. i kidding.
0: <laughs>
1: no, a really good list, mate.
2: Right. Just a few. Good stuff, good stuff. Right, on to the final ones, strikers. Jamie, who have you got? So, I mean, it's definitely going to be the dream.
4: is going to be Didsy, isn't it? I think re-signing Didsy is going to be, um, is going to be kind of key. Uh, so 22 goals in in uh, 39 appearances. He is the cheat code, creator, scorer, fantastic pro. Um, you can really see the impact that he's had on, on the group among kind of the young players and, and probably some of the senior pros as well. So I think getting him signed on for another season, albeit there has been some speculation within potentially going to Notts County that seems to have um, gathered a bit of pace over the, the course of the last week. Um, I suppose my cons on, on Didsy is not necessarily a Paul Warn kind of player, um, but maybe we do need some, some luxury. Um, obviously, like I said, they're linked with Notts County and i guess the injury worry you know he's not getting any younger he has had problems uh, throughout his throughout his seasons um with thigh issues groin issues so potentially are you asking uh, are you asking and expecting um Didsy at his age to do a full season i don't know um i guess yeah to put it to you jake first diddy important signing do you think
2: <laughs> i know you only put it to me because i said earlier that i I'll be honest. I love Dave McGoldrick. I think he has been incredible this season. I think my one worry is if we're pinning our hopes on a 36-year-old man to carry us up the league, um, I think he's got quality. And it's weird. And I know I've said this in earlier podcasts. I actually don't think he's great in front of goal, which is hilarious for a player that scored, what, like 23, 24 goals? But those chances, which, you know, regular strikers would would usually take, he tends to miss. And then he bends one in from 30 yards. He's just one of those players. And I think he gets by just by the fact he's just a brilliant footballer. He's, he's an incredible footballer. But as an out-and-out striker, I, I don't think he's our answer. And I think we'd probably struggle if he was our main option going to next season. Now, to have him, to have him as, as an option would be amazing. But I don't know whether I'd want him to be our number one for the whole season. Yeah, and I,
4: I guess that's what that's the assurances that he'll want from Warn because he can go and play for Notts County and start start every week. I guess so. Yeah, it's interesting to see what happens with that one. Um, I'll move on now to my realistic. Now I was quite torn between two names here. Um, uh, I think potentially had similar kind of seasons in League One think realistic is is definitely the the main word here so please don't judge me um so the first name i'll say but he's not my final answer is sam smith um who's recently been released again by cambridge united um basically bias here mate no bias no bias (laughs) i'm just i'm just looking at the free agency market um (laughs) but i i sided with alfie may um from cheltenham so 29 years old fits profile He's been consistent over the last two seasons. We had uh, Cheltenham um, fan and radio presenter on a on a you know, on a preview show, um, and was kind of waxing lyrical about Alfie May. He knows the league. He won March twenty twenty three Player of the Month. He also scored on a ridiculous goal from about fifty yards um, in in that uh, in that winning kind of run that led him there. He was signed for 5K as well, rumoured. So he's not going to break the bank. And I think if we're just looking to get out of this division, we need somebody that knows the division that can score home and away. And he's one of those kind of crafty strikers that just seem to be, you know, where, where they need to be. So yeah, interesting to see where he ends up. Cause I think again, he's been linked with a couple of other league one teams, including Charlton. Um, so interesting to see where, where Alfie May ends up. Yeah. Um, Chris, Alfie May, is that someone that you'd like to see in
3: a Derby shirt? Um, yeah, I do want to ask you a question because it's quite unclear at the moment. Do you live in Cambridge? <laughs> I might do. Yeah, I might do. Because <laughs> you've hid, you've hidden it really, really well. Uh, but no, Alfie, um, Alfie. Yeah, to be honest, um, I take him. Um, yep. I think you know. I wanted to make a point about McGoldrick, and I thought you were spot on. He is a luxury player. It's is like a lighter uh, scout camp trip, isn't he? You know, he's, he's he's one of those that is it. I can't see him coming off the bench next season and making a big impact. I can't be see him being one of those soup one of those super subs, but I can um, also see him getting a bit annoyed if he doesn't start every game. But um, on to Alfie May, yeah, I think he would be a proper league one signing whether he would then stay with us into the championship if we got up i don't i don't know but i think our focus has to be in the striker department the next the next 12 months sorry about that we've had had all sorts of
4: (laughs) we've had all (laughs) sorts of noises through that that we had the motorbike uh, driving past i think that was adam we've had the windows update we're just waiting for uh, a submission from from jake on that one but yeah no no i agree and i think realistic is the key word we need to take there and i think he'd be he would be a great sign and i fully expect that if he stays in league one next year which probably will be the case um i expect him to to, to post a, a similar kind of goal return so that's an interesting one um I'll move now on to my one for the future. Again, I'm going to think loan in this regard, um, which is where Adam kind of went. Um, I'd have loved to have said Carlos Borges uh, at City, uh, but I don't think that's going to be uh, too possible. <laughs> um, absolutely tear us apart in the in the Cup this year. I've actually gone for another Man City player, and I don't know if you guys are going to agree with what I'm about to say, but just hear me out. So I've, I've gone for Liam DeLapp, who would be available on loan. He wasn't really rated at Stoke. Oh, Chris is, Chris is left. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if that's on purpose. Um, he wasn't rated at Stoke, 3-22. He then moved to Preston, 1-14. in 14. Is, he a cha- is he at that championship level? I, I don't know. Um, he obviously came through the academy with us, so he knows the club. He's played in the he's played in the Champions League. He's played in the Premier League for Man City. I mean, he scored that goal for Man City. I can't I can't remember who was it against. But you looked at him and thought he was going to be the next kind of Foden and the and the breakout star from this this kind of academy, I guess at, at City. Um, I just don't know what's next for him. He'll potentially end up in the Championship, um, but I'd love to have him. I'd love to have him. I don't know what you guys think. Is I mean, is that un- have I gone from being Really realistic to being really unrealistic. Adam, what do you think?
1: I don't think it's unrealistic, but I think it might just be. I just think it might be to do with his attitude. Really, I mean, I heard things about when he was at City that he was knocking on the door a lot, maybe a bit over ambitious into where he should be starting. Um, obviously, going on loan to Stoke, which seemed like probably the perfect move for him, really at the time, but just didn't really hit form, and then hasn't really hit form at Preston either, and. Two decent enough clubs where you could score a few goals, you could probably become the talisman at the front. But I could see him making a low move to a top end league one club like us, but I'm just not so sure. I'm a bit I'm a bit worried about his attitude. That's the only thing that I'd be worried about when he came if he came to us. But I don't think it's too over ambitious, but I just think probably the wage he's on. Uh, and Carlos Borges. Wasn't he signed for, like, 15 million? Yeah, my, my, like, Yeah, I mean, you know, he probably signed him on a permanent, probably, yeah. but I'm, I'm not too sure there. But, and Bargo's um, gone, mate. <laughs> yeah, no, he's gone now. Stop, stop flexing the muscles. Uh,
4: yeah, no, I'd love to have said Karl i It's interesting to see what happens with, with him next season. He's had a, a breakout season for their, their under-23s. So, yeah, we'll have to... See what happens with under twenty threes, under twenty ones. I, I forget uh, what, what even academies are doing nowadays. But yeah, do you do you agree, Jake? Is that is that unrealistic? Well, I'm keen I, to get your opinion on that.
2: I think it is realistic. And again, as you, as you've all said, he's he's a player that's he's struggled. He's struggled quite a lot. Um, And he struggled in the championship. And you look at Stoke, you look at Preston, neither of those teams score loads and loads of goals. Um, And I think if he dropped to League One, he'd come to Derby. You know, we should really, and this is without sounding, you know, like we're bragging or being big-headed or anything like that. We should be towards the top of that league Um, and we should be beating teams most weeks. Um, And if he was signing for a team that was winning games and should be winning games... He's got a real good chance of of developing. Um, you know, will he have the ability that the likes of McGoldrick have to sort of drag us through games? We don't know yet. But if you know, if City are willing to let him drop to League One, I think he'd be a good signing, and I'm sure they'd uh, they'd be able to afford his wages. I'm sure we'd be able to pay only a couple of pounds for him.
4: Well, they stole Scott Carson off of us, so um, yeah, that's the least <laughs> least they can do. They definitely they definitely owe us a favour. You walked out, Chris. Come on, tell me why you walked out. Is he not? Is he not a Derby County player? Is he not got? Is he not? I don't
3: fame? want. I don't want Liam's lap anywhere near our club. For everything <laughs> Adam said, um, and more. Um, I, I, his attitude thinks. Um, I've seen him quite a lot because you know I, I do like to follow the the careers of Derby youth youth players. Um, And I think to say he's above his station is an understatement. He's been bang average in the championship this season. Um, Yeah, and some of the things he said, some of the things he's been quoted as says, I don't want him anywhere near Derby. So that's my honest opinion.
2: JV, 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 sorry to jump in. I uh, just want to mention, every player that Chris dislikes ends up going to hit 15-plus goals or assists later on. So, Chris, keep hating him, and hopefully we'll sign him, and hopefully he'll... I'll be
3: proved wrong, but if we sign Tom Ince and Liam Delap this summer, yeah you'll be with mendes
2: lang in the bahamas absolutely <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> right cool right if that's everything i've i've been drafted up a, a quick team full of players that we've mentioned uh, so i've included some of our current players as well um, so, yeah, this this is just rough. These are just the first ones that came to my head when I was thinking about the ones I mentioned. So, we're playing a back five. So, we've got Wildsmith in goal, uh, three centre-halves of Wes Harding, Sonny Bradley and Aaron Cashin, Darnell Fisher at right wing back, Hayden Roberts at left wing back, a midfield three of Bird Knight and Hurrahan. Tom Ince on the right, Nathaniel Mendes-Lang on the left and Alfie May leading the line. That team wins League One. Hands down, that team wins uh, League One.
4: That smells like promotion. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Feel free to call us deluded. Uh actually please do if you disagree, if you have any contrasting ideas, please let us know. Um, I'm sure we'll build more on this and we'll talk about players as we sign them. Um but yeah, any any final thoughts, lads?
1: I think we're just missing one 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 free signing to go up top, boys, really. Is it Mason Bennett's on a free boys? Why aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> Why are we discussing that opportunity? <laughs> I think joking.
4: the main thing I think the main thing to add is no restrictions. We can finally operate as a proper club. We know now the teams that are in this division. As we've said in the group chat, and as we've said on here, automatics has to be the aim. So the players that we get, that's gotta be that's gotta be what's drummed into them. We've got to get out of this league next season um and if we can buy players that can make that transition from league one to the championship then perfect but that shouldn't be the aim the aim should be let's get up and then we'll think about about all that stuff later so yeah Alfie made to hit 20 goals next season for Derby County you you heard it here first I think there's been absolutely no link of that that, by the way I'm not
3: (laughs) I think well we need players that can hit can start next season well i think we can't afford to have too many players who will take a few weeks or months to bed in we need to start next season like a train um and i think players the jamie's i think alfie may is a great shout um i think we need to be in that position where we're starting game one completely different to the oxford game at the start of last season where we can go and get points on on the board and be the ones to catch. So yeah, that's my opinion on what we need.
2: Good stuff. Any parting non Mason Bennett related comments, Adam?
1: We just have to get the loan players right next season. Yeah, I'll leave everyone yeah, with yeah.
2: that. Yeah. <laughs> wow! What a somber way to end. <laughs> what a debut! What a debut! <laughs> <laughs> right thank you so much to everyone for listening uh it's been our first proper episode in a while so yeah i've i've enjoyed it quite a lot um if you did enjoy please do feel free to rate us uh we've got quite a good rating if you did enjoy rate us highly if you didn't enjoy don't think about it um you know if if you want to catch more of us uh you can catch us on twitter at Rams Talk pods and the same on youtube as well uh some people like watching on youtube you can catch it on spotify apple Podcasts, anywhere you can listen to podcasts really Um, but yeah nice one on to the new season thank you very much lads cheers Jake (laughs) cheers mum
0: away days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for McDonald's maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery order now on the McDonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonalds.com hi